the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You have financial goals and dreams. We can help you achieve them. Welcome to Financial Food for Thought, the show that answers all the questions on how to maximize your lifestyle and preserve your wealth. I do not withdraw it. He is not a member of Congress. It's not a violation of the rule. And just as you have been expressing bias through your members about what a hero... There's not a single person on this screen who has ever characterized a witness... Gentlemen from Rhode Island... Gentlemen from Rhode Island... No, the disgrace Mr. what this man has done... The gentleman from justice. Texas will suspend for a there moment. There is the disgrace... And it won't be recaptured anytime soon because of the damage you've done to the justice system. And I've talked to FBI agents around the country. You've embarrassed them. You've embarrassed yourself. And I can't help but wonder, when I see you looking there with a little smirk, how many times did you look so innocent into your wife's eyes and lie to her about uh, Lisa? Mr. Chairman, this is outrageous. Credibility of a witness shame is always on Mr. an issue. Mr. Chairman, please, there's no Mr. You know, Chairman, this is intolerable. Harassment of with that. You need your medication. <laughs> there you go, Carrie. I need some medication after hearing that. That's our Congress hard at work, Carrie. Oh, my goodness. Talking over each other. That's the new Kumbaya, Kumbaya movement. Yeah. Did you? That was a Peter I, Strzok, I only saw the you know, headlines. That, yeah, you know, hearings. And that was uh, Representative uh, Louis Gomer who was kind of drilling him. And then um, you heard the some of the crowd chip in when they didn't like uh, – Louis, uh, uh, you know, questioning. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I don't know. I can't wait for the, you know, confirmation hearings for uh, Kavanaugh. Um, if this is just what we have to look forward to. Um, but, you know, you need your Medicaid. I mean, can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> that was Bonnie Watson Coleman, right? Who shouted that out. Um, but anyways, go ahead. So so what else? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, this week was, I was just telling you, it was Amer- there was a day this week, I don't remember which one, was American Civility Day. And they said, boy, this country needs it now more than ever. We need a civility year. Really? And being respectful to people who have different opinions of your own. Well, good morning, everyone. You're listening to Financial Food for Thought. We're a financial educational radio talk program here every Saturday morning on 1420 a.m. between 9 and 10. We're here to give you helpful information about issues that may impact your financial life, whether you're working and thinking about your future retirement years, or if you're already in retirement, there's a whole other issues and um, 
how do you make better choices so that you're getting more net benefit? Sometimes people are unaware of problems or cha- or don't have a plan to address challenges they may face that really could impact their financial future. Or sometimes they things are okay, but people um, could be using opportunity or can using planning techniques or opportunities out there that can make things even better and fund some of the maybe lifestyle or enhancement or things they'd like to spend money on, even if it's not spending. Sometimes people want to spend it on charity, if not their families. So it's using the opportunity, avoiding the traps and and in in your financial life and trying to put this all together in a big picture perspective. We're hopefully here to make our listeners more aware of the issues and that they do have choices. And um, it is sponsored by the estate planning team and the estate planning team has been around and in the helping people in the greater Cleveland era for more than 30 years through unbiased objective advice and analysis. We use math models to do that. And we're what you think of as traditional financial planner numbers crunchers. Um, we don't believe there's um, good or bad products. Um, it's just how they're used at what, you know, are they used for the right time for the right reason? And how do they fit into the big picture? We're not investment advisors. Um, what we do is build long-term plans. And then we work closely with clients who do investments themselves, or a lot of clients have also have their own outside investment advisors where we work closely with to make sure we're on the same page. How do you create that income needed later as tax efficiently as possible? And then also looking at a plan, what growth rate do they need in their plan to make it last? Um, and then coming back to the investment advisor, making sure the investments mass, math match what we're trying to do model into the plan. And we're also known for comprehensive, coordinated, customized plans. Um, we really look at all the aspects of your financial life. Can we make it better? Can you make another cho- choice? Um, and that could be pension election analysis. It can be the Social Security analyzer. Um, there was an article in Fox Business News this week about people are are making quick decisions on their Social Security elections and right. making big mistakes. Um, and there was a bunch of statistics if we can get if we have time to get to today about, you know, the Social Security um, and how much people are relying on what percentage. And if you make the wrong election, it can really um, decrease the amount of income that you're getting later on. And, and sometimes people say, I'm going to take it at 62 because I don't believe it's going to be there, or I'm going to take it at 62 because I need that income. Well, maybe there's a better way. Um, and I know, Mark, we talk a lot on this show about Social Security is a much easier fix than the Medicare, Medicaid issue. Social Security. Well, in they my can, opinion, yes. Oh, I think it's just it's easier. We can raise payroll taxes. Right. We can raise the threshold, which we do every year, for how much of income. The cap. The cap. Raise the cap. Those are two things that are very simple, I right. think. And, uh, and, and, and the other reason why I think it's more simpler to solve is because the numbers you you can work with in other words there are no numbers it's it's mm-hmm. it, you know it's um there aren't as many variables the uncontrollable the government in other words when it comes to medicare and medicaid it really it's hard for the government to know exactly how long we're all going to live and what and, health issues and, or chronic and illnesses? how much is going to cost for a knee replacement 20 years from now um, you know, because they really can't control the cost of the knee or replacement. Or who's going to need one? You can't predict. So, I mean, so th- from that standpoint, there are so many more variables in an escalating, you know, um, I mean, look at the drug prices, you know, I mean, oh, yeah. the government's trying to work with that, you know, because, you know, they if, if Medicare is going to, you know, 
be promised for everybody, mm-hmm. and and there's going to be a lot more you know draw on that as the baby boomers get older, and you know and and right now you know the oldest baby boomers are turning seventy one about, mm-hmm. but there's a big wave ten thousand a day are still turning sixty five for another you know fifteen eighteen years, and they're all going on Medicare, right? Um, so you know that's gonna you know that that's gonna be a huge drain. On the entitlement programs, as well as they're all, you know, going to start Social Security at some point. So, but I think, you know, there they've been, um, you know, is there enough public awareness out there? It seems like the governments, the, the our politicians have been talking about fixing it, right. but I haven't really seen any action. No, so this, and we also talked about raising the age. So. Um, there's a lot of um, issues that we help people um, address. We offer the estate planning team offers a free no obligation consultation for people who want to come in and look at these issues and see um, how our process is really different um, and what can we do for you. We have both retainer fee and hourly planning options. So if people want a little bit of help or a lot of help um, and or maybe they have a specific issue that they want analyzed and um, sometimes people say I have a hard time making decisions because I can't see how if I make a decision today, what's the long term effect. And having that math, these models, um, we call our life flow plan, helps people if we run enough analysis, it's easy to make the decision. If you follow plan A, this is the result. If you plan follow plan B, is this a result you want? Or is plan C, is it better? And um, so we offer a free consultation. You can come and see what we're about. We're very different than other advisors out there. And we've been doing this a very long time. So you can call the estate planning team at 440 440- 239-2090. I'm also going to offer a summer special for people who want to come in. Um, we'll give you a special discount um, off any of our Is services. Is that the Cruise in July yeah. special, Carrie? And that's for the first 10 callers. We'll give you a uh, summer discount. Um, and that's on, I'll either give you a discount if you come in. We don't know if one, we're going to even recommend that our serv- our planning process is appropriate to you, but we'll either get, give you a discount off retainer fees or bonus hours if you select an hourly planning platform, but you have to be one of the first 10 callers today. So again, call the estate planning team, leave a message. We'll call you back on Monday. That's 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090 or visit the website. That still counts if you go online and uh, contact us through the website at financialfoodforthought.com. And remember, with the consultation, we'll sit down and talk about your individual questions, concerns. Um, what are you trying to accomplish? And if you want to do some due diligence, we are accredited and A-rated members of Better Business the Better Business Bureau, and also Super Service Award winners for multiple years on Angie's list. All right. Um, so that's a, the summer special. So you're getting ahead of the, uh, right. is, is, is uh, you know, I'm glad you survived Friday the 13th. Care. Oh, I the, love Friday the 13th. The, the, the um, was, yes, was, was that the uh, Black Friday in July day? Have you heard this? No. Yeah, so I've, I'm hearing, you know, advertisements and seeing advertisements for, you know how you have Black Friday is the right. Friday after Thanksgiving. Right. So now, you know, then I there's... I didn't know there's... So now there was Christmas in July, right? Right. I don't know when that was because I never pay attention to It's that. been a while. I mean, that's Christmas in July. No, I know, but I don't even know the date. Is it all of July? Is it... No, it's July 25th, Carrie. Oh, it's, I it's, see. It's, I didn't... it's like... It's oh. it's a playoff Christmas, 20, oh, see, January, December twenty fifth. See, yeah, I don't pay attention. So, so it's to that. July twenty fifth. I've heard of it, but yeah. Okay, so but I didn't now, know I had a date. but now we have Black 
Friday in July. So so now, just like there's specials on Black Friday before Christmas. Well, I knew Amazon Prime is having the Prime Am- oh, Day yeah. on Monday. Monday, yeah, you said. But you I'm, can't know. I probably won't buy anything, but you can't. Only Basil's would have his own day, right? And you can't go on the internet and not see the Prime Day everywhere, the pop-up ad. Right, and it's actually 36 hours this year. Oh, all you know, right. They've expanded beyond 24 you hours. You're going to shop so, on Monday? Uh, absolutely. I'll be, <laughs> I, I don't know. I am a Prime member. I don't know if I'll be shopping. But um, is, is Margaret listening? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not shopping, Carrie. Right. That was ridiculous of you to, <laughs> to suggest that. Um, but the, you know, Bezos, by the way, you know, his, uh, his net worth went up a little bit you know he's he's 50 million dollars richer than any other man excuse me carrie oops not 50 50 billion he's 50 billion dollars richer than any other person on earth wow all right um and you know amazon is one of the 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 three stocks that are really driving you know the increase in the market um you you know this year um you've got amazon um, so if you don't have Amazon, you're probably not doing as well. Well, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, yeah, so it's, it's great. Who are, let's see who are the other three, uh, Netflix and Microsoft. So Amazon, Netflix, and Microsoft together this year are responsible for 71% of the S&P 500 returns and for 78% of the NASDAQ 100 returns. Wow. Um, you know, um, that's you know that's incredible, um, but uh, we'll talk about uh, Jeff Bezos now. You know the richest man by far on earth, and he's got his own Prime Day, so he's created his own. I don't know. It's Black Friday, Cyber Monday, whatever you want to call it. I don't know if it's always July, you know, sixteenth, hmm. um, but uh, uh, we'll see. Um, you know, so you mentioned about the pensions. You know, we, we you know a, a lot of the discussion or a lot of the, the, the your decision making process. If you are lucky enough to be retiring from a company who still has a pension plan, mm-hmm. you know, a, a defined benefit plan, um, you know, it's it's getting tougher to, to to rely that they'll be able to be go, you know make good on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got another company, a big company this week, Carrie uh, Avery Dennison. You know, a big right big company and they announced you know that they're going to have to eliminate their pension okay um, eliminate it or decrease it well g- g- eliminate it you know in other words so For well who, right. um well well you know what they're what they're gonna okay so um the elimination of the plan means that current participants will have to choose between receiving their benefit now as a lump sum payment or as a continuing monthly payment, so the ones are already on it. They are not affected. They're talking well, about they, new people. They may. Um, oh, okay. Um, are they going to be offered like a buyout? Where right. where a lot of companies have done that. Which where, I thought the government stopped up that, but apparently, right? Because there was a slew at one time of remember GM and Ford. So you know, and so so whether you um, you know, but in either case, it's the same financial analysis that we do for our clients is when you're trying to you know you know make a decision on whether you should take the lump sum or whether you should take the annuity payout you need a way to you know try to analyze it and try to figure out what's the best decision for you and and it's not really what your you know coworker is going to do that may not be your best decision right mm-hmm. or that you or sometimes we always say you know don't just ask the guy who retired you 30 days before you did what election he made 
Right. Because right? it might not be the one you want to make. Um, and also, especially, you don't ask your neighbor if your neighbor, you know, you know, went through a pension election five years or two years or a year ago, because if you're not working for the same company, you're not getting the same offer. So, you know, what, what company, you know, a, 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 a retiree from company A and a retiree from company B both have pension elections. It doesn't mean that it's the, it's the same answer for each one. Well, I think even if you say the same company, even in similar positions, it may not be the same answer, um, depending on what other assets you have in the background. Right. I mean, it, it's looking at the whole picture. But basically what we do for our clients who are going through that, we first will say, well, let's run some analysis. Let's look at a long term and, and say, OK, well, what is the lump sum going to be and what would the pension payout be and normally we say if you're married you know you got to kind of compare the annuity option that has 100% survivorship because that's you know one of the benefits of the lump sum is that it's true survivorship right if you take the lump sum you know it's it's you your spouses or your heirs quite frankly um, if you don't have a long you know long-term life but um, the, the benefit of taking the pension, of course, is if you do have a long life, you're still living to 100, they're still paying it to you. Right. Unless they financially get into trouble. A lot of people are worried about that. But in other words, so yeah, there's, there's, um, it's, it's analysis which says, okay, if I take the lump sum and I'm giving up a certain amount of pension, what would I have to be earning uh, on my own, right. investing my lump sum that, I could pull out the the amount of the pension that I'm giving up for to a period lasting as long as my peace of mind wants my plan to last. Mm-hmm. Is that age 85, 90, 95? Do I hear age 100? Um, and especially, you know, it, am I married and, and I have a survivorship issue or if I'm single and don't have to worry about survivorship? Mm-hmm. So there's, um, you know, so that's how you customize that type of analysis. Um. But then there's, like you said, there's pluses and minuses or there's drawbacks to either one. If you take the lump sum, then it's your responsibility to... to, It's your risk. It's your risk versus you take the pension because you think, oh, that's safer. But what happens if the company goes under? And especially, you know, if, if you're concerned that, you know, if you're looking to retire this year, next year, or the following year, and you're saying, Mark, uh oh, I know what's going to happen as soon as I retire... Bam, we're going to have that recession or we've heard that correction. often lately, um, you know, recession 2020, um, 2020 is going to be an interesting year in this country. I have, I have a feeling, um, but, you know, but in either case, you know, that's one of the issues, you know, the, the or one of the risks, if you take the lump sum and then right when you do that. There's a market correction, right? And so, uh, assuming that you're not you're not going to take your lump sum and leave it in you know in cash, you know, because that's not going to give you a very high rate of return. Um, but it may give you peace of mind if you're worried about a correction, right? But now you're timing the market, and right. that's, that's difficult to do. to do, and especially if you have to start taking your uh, spending out because you're not right. getting the pension now. See, one of the things about taking the pension annuity is that they, you know, that your company has the risk. In other words, they still have to pay you the pension amount, you know, even if there's a recession going on or even if there's a correction. Um, whereas if you took the lump sum, you may not be able to recover that, mm-hmm. um, you know, if it's a severe. So it is. Um, so there's risks and there's, you know, so you have to kind of weigh all the pluses and minuses mm-hmm. and, and run some long term analysis. And maybe you even want to tell the robot to model in saying, well, what what happens if the, if I take the lump sum and there is a recession in the first few years? 
you, we can model that in and say, mm-hmm. okay, you know, now what would that, what does that do if I still want my lump sum, you know, lasting until 95? Mm-hmm. You know, how much of a reduction of a planned, you know, withdrawal could I take if I have a, a recession or a, a loss or a slow growth in the first couple of years? You know, sequence of returns. So, you know, that's what, you know, so the financial models care, you know, have gotten so much better, you know, over the last decade. That we can run analysis like that, um, you know, and and it's just sometimes, you know, if you're doing this at home, you know, and you're trying to do an, an online robot, sometimes the robot may forget to ask you a couple questions. Right. So, again, these are examples of issues the estate planning team helps with. And we have consultations, our free consultations by phone or in person. Our home office is in Middleburg Heights. We have offices around the greater Cleveland area. And remember, we have the summer special. So do not wait until the end of the program and the first 10 callers. You can either call the office, leave a message. Um, We'll get back to you on Monday. That's 440-239. 2090. That's 440-239-2090. Or you can visit financialfoodforthought.com. Send an email. You can just send an email and say special. All emails come directly to me. Um, and then um, you can also sign up for the newsletter. I am working on hopefully in the next week or two, we'll have the fall planning classes posted on the website. But if you sign up for the newsletter, you'll get updates on financial news and other helpful information. All right. You listen to Mark Donnelly and Kara Waddell, and we're the co-owners of the estate planning team. The estate planning team has been helping Cleveland families build custom financial plans for over 33 years. And we do it one family, one plan at a time. Um, I have a rock and roll birthday boomer. Okay. Okay. So um, we'll do that later. I'll try to give you some of my clues. clues. Yeah. Um, A Kentucky boy. Okay. Born July 15th, 1948. Okay. Okay. So he's a Southern rock drummer. Okay. okay. Yeah, I won't know the drummer. Um, one of his favorite TV shows is Andy Griffith Show. Oh, I love that, that show. My yeah, kids yeah. actually watch that show. Okay. So, and show. actually, one of the lead characters on the Andy Griffith Show shares our rock and roll birthday boomer's last name. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, one of the character's name, not the actor's name. The, oh, okay. The character's name. Okay. Um, Fife. Uh, wow. <laughs> All right. Um, the cut I'll be playing. I don't know if you'll get it, Carrie. It's from 1973. Okay. It's usually tough for you, right? From yeah. From the 73. You, I bet you've heard it before, but okay. I don't know. Um, but it was one of the most requested songs in the aftermath of 9-11. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and actually, plane crashes, you know, have an eerie connection to our rock and roll birthday boomers career okay all right so do you know what that may be the song and or okay the band and or the i'm not gonna artist. know the artist all right um it's a drummer you know you mentioned about the social security and one of the things if you're coming in for a free consultation you know we'd love to see you we can do those by phone by the way mm-hmm. as well but um if you if you're saying well you know what social security election should i be making or if you've never seen a professional you know not something you know mm-hmm. that you may find uh, a simple calculator online somewhere but a professional social security analyzing uh, analyzer recommendation report um, you know, if you come in for the consultation and you want us to run one of those for you, for you, for you. <laughs> um, we will. 
I just said, but you know, you have to provide us with your Social Security benefits. We're not right. going to try to go out and get those. And you can get that if you, you know, you can go online, sign up yeah. for an account, and get that directly from the Social Security um, Administration. Now, um, because we still have clients, new clients coming in, Carrie, who um, do not really have a good understanding. You know, because there was a major tax law change in 2015, mm-hmm. right? Dealing with the Social Security election. Oh yeah, some of those. Um, yeah, it was the, nice you know, strategies. Yeah, it was a bipartisan budget act of 2015, and it took away file and suspend. Right, right, and it it somewhat well it it it, it was. It, it put a slow death to the restricted application. That's where you know a spouse can uh, you know it can elect a spousal benefit mm-hmm. while deferring his or her own benefit, right? And to get the delayed credits. Okay, so it was a way to kind of start getting the half spousal, and so I then get some income, right? And then waiting around and getting the deferred credits, you know, which could be eight percent a year after your full retirement age, all the way up to age seventy. So then, when you turn seventy, you could switch. You could say, okay, now I want you know my my own benefit at the highest amount right. that it was ever going to be. It was a um, great strategy. Well, you know, but it's still available for a lot of people. See, that's some what some people, see, we, yeah. Now we, but we we have we have brought that to the attention, and so. It, it's it's basically, um, you know, the new rules around restricted application apply only to individuals who attain age 62 after 2015. For those who achieve age 62 prior to 2016, it remains possible to file a restricted application for spousal benefits only, um, you know, at full retirement age. So I know that group is eventually going to be you know, weed it out, you know, because right. everyone's going to be over that. They're already going to be 70 or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, so but it, it's a know. good opportunity if yeah. you think, um, it, you know, it wasn't for you or some people who haven't heard about it. That could put a lot more money in your pocket. Right. So, you know, it, it's and so if you if like again now it, and the other thing, too, that, you know, you know, what's great about the professional Social Security analyzers is that you can play. Or, or, you know, uh, project, model different um, analyses mm-hmm. based on how long you think you're going to live. Mm-hmm. Or, quite frankly, how long, if you're a married couple, how long each of you are going to right. live. Because, you know, sometimes we have the situation where, you know, dad thinks he's dying a lot of year, a lot earlier than mom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, so you know, a lot of times I think when, when people go on to a little calculator online, they just give the robots one scenario. You know, and, and they stop. or or they're not even doing that. They're not even giving the 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 robot when they think they're gonna you know live to. They're just saying what's the break even, right? In, in other words, um, but you know, in a professional one, we go a little bit longer. They say, yeah, well, let's be a little more specific about that. So let's see, you know, you know, if I put if I tell the robot I'm gonna die somewhere between the ages of you know eighty five and ninety five, for example. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, somewhere between the ages of 80 and 90. And let me tell people, how many people say I'm never going to make it past 80? Well, we have a group of our clients that are asked, that are older than 90 that said they never would make it. Yeah. And don't confuse quality with quantity. Don't confuse quality of life after age 90 versus the cost of living right. after age 90. Well, uh, right, because medicine um, sometimes... Uh, is a yeah. miraculous thing uh, can keep you around a long time whether you want to be or not. Um, and you know, and and so you know that's part of. And, and the thing is, what these 
Social Security now they say, you know, you know, if one of you is unlucky enough to live past 90, you know, if you did make the right Social Security election, that could be hundreds of thousands of dollars of more benefits you're receiving. You know, and, and even now now here's the deal. Right. If you are uh, electing to defer Social Security and not start early. OK, it, it you know. The robot's not making any claim or, or, you know, how you're going to come up with your cash flow while you're deferring. That's our job. You know, that's that's, you know, when you're building a financial plan, that's the model. You have to say, okay, if I'm going to wait and get these, you know, you know, I'm going to get that 8% deferred credit, you know, until I'm 70. Okay, then we have to make sure that your plan, your cash flow is still working while you're waiting. All right, but that's where you know we get into the discussion of you know what all, what other assets make up your nest egg going into retirement. What other fixed income do you have in retirement? Do you have one of those pensions, for example, or is Social Security the only thing you're going to get in terms of fixed income when you retire? Um, you know, and, and and then we have to look and and then that's using those tax wrappers that we talked about all the time, Carrie. Right? You know, the idea of you know how you know are you planning, you know, uh, you know, one of the things that can help you survive, you know, your retirement years is being smart about the tax efficiency of how you generate your cash flow in retirement. Right. And we, and we always talk, you know, about the rat, the tax wrappers, you know, are, it, you know, in every asset that you own, you know, there's really, you know, it's really four tax wrappers that could be affected. You know, they all are going to fit in one of these four buckets. You know, the first one is ordinary income. Mm-hmm. And those are, you know, and those would be, you know, that's interest, ordinary dividends. You know, if you're still working, it's like your wages or if you're going to get a pension, um, you know, a, a, you know, a defined benefit plan pension, that's ordinary income. So, you know, the ordinary income meaning taxed at the highest rates, the ordinary income tax rates. Also, the idea is a kind of taxed as you go. You know, even if you're not spending it, right? You know, think of your wages. You know, whether you're you're spending your wages or um or putting them into your checking account, savings account, you're paying taxes as you go. Same with the CD. You know, uh, we've been talking lately about you know, have you seen how CD rates have come up, right? So if you got out of the practice of building a ladder of CDs, you know, you might want to you know get active again in that department. Right, because CD rates are getting more attractive, and and if you're worried about a market correction or a U.S. recession or some type of pullback in the economy the next few years, you want to make sure you got your cash reserves built up, right? But but back to that CD, right? So you know if you're buying, you know if your money's in a CD, you know, and a non qualified CD, even if you know you're not spending the interest, let's say it's a two year CD, right? You're not spending the interest, right? Carry it stays in there, right? Right. But you're taxed on it, right? You get a 1099 interest and you got to report the taxes on the interest that you didn't even spend yet, right? So the idea is taxed as you go. The next, you know, the tax deferreds, so those are the, you know, qualified plans, your IRAs, 401ks, 403bs. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, the idea that there's, you know, 59 and a half rules, there's, you know, required minimum, you know, 70 and a half distribution rules, all these rules about them. And again, the idea that it anytime you take money out of one of those qualified plans, it's taxed at the highest rates, ordinary income. That's why sometimes we talk about if you have a lot of your nest egg, if a, if a large percentage of your nest egg is in tax qualified plans. Okay, you know, you you know, you're locking yourselves in 
to a, you know, the highest rate of income that you'll have in retirement, right? Mm-hmm. Ordinary income tax rates. The next more favorable is the capital appreciation assets. These are your investments you have that are outside of those qualified plans, right? And those, um, your, your stocks and bonds and mutual funds and ETFs and, you know, it could be real estate, could be run, you know, the idea that you get the favorable long-term capital gain loss mm-hmm. treatment, right? Um, and you only pay taxes on realized gains, right? So if you're not selling the, the capital appreciating asset, you're not paying taxes on it. Um, and, you know, we also talk about in, in our classes about the difference between how, you know, those tax deferred assets, how they get passed on to, you know, non-spouse beneficiaries mm-hmm. versus how the capital appreciation, appreciating assets get passed on to non-spouse beneficiaries. So if that's something you're concerned about, you know, the tax efficiency of if you're planning on leaving an inheritance to your kids, um, you know, the tax efficiency, you know, that the, if you're leaving them an IRA, they're going to have, you know, IRD, income respective decedent. Mm-hmm. They will have to pay the income taxes that you didn't pay before you died. And that's part of what planning looks at cash efficiency during your lifetime and also making things as, as efficient at passage tax wise. Right. Now, um, as opposed to capital appreciating assets, they get a step up in basis. Uh, meaning, so if you bought a stock for $50 and on the date of your death, it's $100, you never paid capital gains tax on it because you never, you know, sold it. Now you're leaving it to your son. Um, the basis to him, he gets a stepped up value. He gets the value at the date of death. So let's say that's $100. Now he's going to sell the stock because what does he want? The cash, his inheritance, of course. Right. Um, so he's going to sell it, and you know, but he won't. You know, that fifty dollar unrealized capital gain is kind of forgiven at death. Very popular. That's true for any capital appreciating asset you have. Real estate may be your biggest one, right? Um, you know, highly appreciated. Um, also, you know, in these, um, you, you know, in, in this group, we call them these non qualified investments or capital appreciating treatment. Um, you know, you, you get, you, you know, you get your, um, dividends. If it's a qualified dividend, that dividend is taxed at the lower capital gains rates as opposed to the ordinary income tax rates, right? So there's a benefit there as well. And then, of course, everybody's favorite tax wrapper, Carrie, tax free, right? And so, you know, what's in that category? Well, we've certainly a lot the of Roth. Taught, Roth IRAs, um, life insurance, you know, where the, Death benefit is income tax free. Um, five twenty nine plans. College five twenty nine plans. HSAs. Health savings accounts. You know, I, we love the health savings accounts. If you're if you're forced or you know feel you you know you can only afford you know a high deductible health care plan or your company is putting you on a mm-hmm. high deductible health care plan, mm-hmm. um, you know at least take advantage if you can that the health savings account because if you are in a high deductible plan, then you have the availability of funding a health savings account. Right. And the beauty of the health savings account is not only, you know, when you put the money in, you get a tax deduction like an IRA contribution. Um, the money can sit in there. You don't have to. It's not a flexible spending account. We have to use it in a year. Right? It can, it's designed to stay in there. It's designed mm-hmm. to build a health care uh, health b- bucket for you when you're in retirement. Right. Right. Um, so the money can sit there and, and you, know, you don't have to leave it in cash, by the way. You know, a lot of people I'd still, you know, miss, you know, it's like, well, no, I mean, usually a bank is the one who's custodying your health savings account. Right. 
but you don't have to leave it in cash. You know, they have, you know, they should have other options for you if you want to invest that to the long term. Now, if you're going to use it right away, you're going to leave it in cash. Right. But if you're saying, no, I'm kind of following the plan here, I'm trying to build up a health retirement plan, uh, uh, you know, of, of tax favorable retirement. Uh, what am I sure Not retirement, but, you know, a health care right. uh, asset for that I could use in retirement. Well, then certainly, um, you know, you want some growth on it because all the growth, you know, as long as you're not using it, it's all tax deferred. And the best part is later on when you take it out and use for a qualified expense, it comes out tax free. So it's got the best of like IRAs, tax deductibility up front and Roth IRAs tax free coming out. You can't get much better than that. Right? right. Well, it's understanding, I guess, when you're putting together the plan, how different assets are taxed. And then what we do for our clients is how do you create the cash flow they need for spending as tax efficiently as possible? Because usually, you know, you're not pulling for multiple things. Mark, I wanted to mention because we, I had a couple of people ask me this week because they're worried about the market, about annuities. If, are they good or bad? And like we always say, there's no asset good or bad because they mm-hmm. hear about Somebody else heard something about the asset, you know, the income you'll never outlive. Right. And they didn't realize that there's surrender penalties. You know, they just heard, well, what is this? Is this like a CD that you lock? And we'll know it, uh, you know, you know, annuities could be good in your plan. It's how do they fit? What's your exit strategy? You know, because there's different kinds of annuities. Not all of them are safety of principle. Right. There's variable, there's fixed, there's fixed index, there's yeah. immediate. So, uh, uh, yeah, annuities, it's a big issue. A lot of people are buying them because right. people are, you know, they they, they, they don't have the pensions, right? Right. And so a lot of time, you know, annuities are designed, right, to provide income for life, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, you can buy an immediate annuity, you know, that's immediately where you just, you you go to the, now all annuities are sold by life insurance companies, mm-hmm. right? So it's always a life insurance company in the background. Um, they're the ones who are licensed to sell them, right? Um, but, you know, so an immediate annuity is that, that's like if, like you, 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 as opposed to a deferred annuity. So immediate annuity is you, you hand over your money. And the, you immediately and, get an and income. They, and they immediately tell you, this is how much we'll it pay you. It could be an annual, quarterly, monthly, right. semi-annual. And, and it could be based on your life. It could be maybe based on you and a spouse. It's like There's a, joint a lot life. of variables, which the deferred annuities, you get to control them or you put money in. Right. And hopefully the goal is at some point you're going to have an exit strategy or when are you going right. to turn on? Because that's where we see clients come in. They have these annuities and oftentimes... They don't know when they're going to start drawing the money out. How much do you use the penalty-free withdrawal? Do you use a systematic? Um, some of these annuities now have these guaranteed income riders, but there's conditions that you have to turn these on. Well, they might have got it because it sounded good, and they were worried about you know preserve safety of principle. Right. But then they have all these bells and whistles that they really haven't thought about. When are you going to turn it on? Do you right. know you have to leave yeah. it there for a certain amount yeah. of time? And, and, and here's the thing here. You know, it, don't ask your stock guy about the benefits of annuities. Because mm-hmm. chances are he's not going to, you know, right. the, the famous Ken Fisher, you know, uh, I hate annuities right. and you should too. He's made a, he's made a living right. on that. You know, you right. can't open a magazine or, you know, or without, a pop-up ad. About, yeah. About, another... about, you know, I'd love to see him, you know, debate, uh, you know, David Polis, you know, David Polis is, is like the annuity king, you know. But um, the thing of it is neither is bad or right. good. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, the, the idea is. You don't want, you know, why not have, own both of them? I mean, you know, right. you know it's like, it's like, the, that's a problem. Like the stock guy will say, well, you never do an annuity. Right. They'll never recommend it. 
an annuity person's never ever going to say, why would you do anything but annuities? Mm-hmm. And and take all the you know uh, roller coaster market away. Well, you know, but now and and there's a big you know misconception between variable annuities, you know, that invest in the stock market and sold and by investment advisors and principal at risk versus fixed annuities, which are sold by licensed insurance agents mm-hmm. who you know principal is protected. Um, so they're, you know, it, it's so, yeah, you're right. They're not good or bad. Annuities aren't good or bad. Stocks aren't good or bad. Mutual funds aren't good or bad. It's the idea that how are you working them into your plan and are, and, and are your, you know, independent advisors ever talking to one another? And, and it's not because we had a couple questions this week. It's not an all or nothing. Somebody had a CD coming due. There was a large CD. It was about 75000 They said, oh, the bank said, oh, you know, I could put it into annuity and get a better possible right. rate. And I said, well, you also wanted to purchase a car. So maybe we don't want to put all of it in. Maybe we want to move some of it to cash flow. Are you thinking about, yeah, it sounds good at the moment, but do you realize you're locking it in and you can only take a portion out? Maybe that's when, when we talk a lot on the show about cash flow planning Well, yeah, or and, yeah. and designing that emergency fund. What is your expenses going to be in the next year or two? And, and a lot of times, you know, you know, when we're, when we're working with a client and they'll say they've had one of those deferred annuities for a while that has one of the guaranteed income riders. Mm-hmm. And, but like you're saying, Carrie, they haven't even thought about it for 10 years and they're right. thinking, okay, at some point, you know, I'm going to, but you know, if they're, so a lot of times we, we realize that they're not, they're not even actually sure how they need to run the financial plan. In other words, they're treating it as an asset right now. You know, they're reporting mm-hmm. as an asset. You know, I've got this, you know, tax deferred annuity. Right. It's an asset, right? Um, but yet in their minds, they're kind of relying that it's going to pay out a guaranteed income stream. Right. Well, when you're building a financial plan, you can't have it both ways. It's not. It's either an asset because sometimes people treat an annuity as assets and they may do distributions. Well, they are assets. Right, but I'm saying you do di- periodic distributions. They don't want right. to lock in an income rider because maybe they're worried about other things hitting their tax return, that they're going to go through some these new thresholds. Maybe their Medicare B is going to, they want the flexibility of right. di- different things going on in their life that they may, maybe some years they're going to take quite a bit from the annuity or some years they won't take any. But in either case, when you're building a financial plan, if you tell the robot, okay, I've got, especially if that annuity is inside an IRA, for example. Right. Because oh, remember, yeah. annuities can be inside IRAs. They can be outside IRAs. They can be in a Roth. They can be in a Roth IRA. Then we don't have to worry about the taxes. Right. If, but you know, but if it's in an IRA, you know, yeah, you, you still have required minimum distributions. And you know, if it's in a, um, or you know, is but but the idea is, if so, you can't put your deferred annuity and and treat it as an IRA that you could take distributions in the future. If you're really you're planning on turning on the guaranteed income rider at some point, mm-hmm. you can't have it both ways. You know, no, you're double. You're really double counting it. Yeah, and so we 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 realize a lot of people come in to see us who have these deferred news. They haven't worked that out yet. That's the that's the fuzzy part about it. They right. say, well, because we say, well, are you planning on just treating this as an asset and take distributions as needed or as required by your RMD, or are you planning on turning on the guaranteed income writer? That's when we get the crickets. Right, because I think a lot of time people get something that they really don't understand. It sound good. They don't understand how it works how it's going to fit into their plan. They just knew they they were they thought it sounded good that and, and a lot of times it did make sense. Right. But what's your plan right. to and use the, it? The other thing too is, you know, it, you know, it, when you hear the the um promotions for the fixed annuities, 
Yeah, they, they, you know, they, a lot of times they do. They, they talk about, oh, well, they're probate avoidance. Well, you know, quite frankly, there's lots of ways to avoid probate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and any really beneficiary driven asset avoids right. probate. Including, you know, transfer on death designations, payable on, payable death. on death designations, trusts, you know, if you're assets and trust. So if, if your main goal is to avoid probate, that doesn't necessarily mean that the annuity is the only way to do that, right. you know. Or if you if you do something other than annuity, you have to go through probate. No, nothing is further from the truth. Lots of ways to avoid probate. But the other thing too is that um, what I found over the years is that when they talk about the guaranteed income, they never really in the commercials talk about how much principal you need to get in to get that guaranteed income. Right. I, what if I get $50 a month for the rest right. of my life? You might, that, yeah, they'll pay you 50 months for the rest of your life, but I don't know if that's going to keep your, you know, that, because you might not have enough principal to get the $50,000 a year guaranteed for the rest of your life. Which could be hefty. It's just, I wanted to bring it up because it's an issue I think I've heard because people's concerned about the market that it's getting more popular. Um, but it's a it's a good tool if it's used correctly. But like anything, it bu- does has both positive and negatives. Um, these are the things that we look at for our clients. We give you objective, unbiased advice, and we are an Ohio registered fiduciary planning firm, and we've been helping people for more than thirty years. And if you want to take advantage of the summer special, which is a discount on retainer fees or bonuses on hourly planning options, which we have both, like our plans, our fees are customized based on your needs and what you're trying to accomplish. You can call 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. Right. Right. Remember my okay. clues from my rock and roll He's the drummer. Okay. I'm just trying to get the band. The song? The song sounds familiar. One of the most requested songs after, you know... The Tuesday attack on uh, 9-11. Actually, um, the song was placed on the list of post-9-11 inappropriate titles distributed by Clear Channel. Um, I wonder if any of the millennials in the studio have ever heard this song before. Um, I don't know. Okay, do you, yeah. do you recognize the voice? Yeah, oh, I recognize the voice for sure. Okay. I definitely uh, won't know the drummer. The band drummer. is Leonard Skinner. Okay. Okay. And the song is song is Tuesday's Gone. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's kind of a slow, sad ballad. Yeah. And um, apparently one of the most requested songs after 9-11. But remember, I said the other thing, you know. I was thinking of like who sings a patriotic song because that those were always big after. <laughs> right, that's that, why I'm that, surprised. That, that I mean, rallied. I mean, that was yeah. Um, but you know, but do you remember the the history of the band? There was a plane crash. No, I do not. Know that's that. what that's what the lead singer he died in the plane crash, and a okay. couple other members. The drummer, you know, our rock and roll birthday boomer, is Artemis Pyle. That okay, was my Andy Gomer. Griffith. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, I, yeah, I know that show. I love um, that show. And, you know, uh, he survived the plane crash okay. that night. Okay. Um, so, you know, he had, he had suffered a torn chest cartilage, but he Ooh. and two other survivors managed to stumble several hundred yards through a creek and a freshly plowed field and, and uh, you know, to, to, they saw a farmhouse. It was the middle of the night. Okay. 
Well, the farmer, seeing these people walking through the field, he gets out his shotgun. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, and starts That's firing crazy. warning shots. Oh. Hitting pile in the shoulder. Oh, crap. You get... It. Okay. You know what? That's amazing. You survive a crane crash, get shot, right. and then you're still alive. So the misunderstanding was quickly cleared up after Pyle was shouting that the farmer, that no, there's, we've had a crash, we need help. Right. Um, but yeah, could that, well, can you imagine that night? Um, he's a survivor. Now, so, you know, Artemis, you know, he's turning 70. So he's got that tricky first required minimum distribution date, right? right. Because he actually. He's not going to turn 70 and a half until January of 2019. So, okay, so I'll have to take it April so he 1st actually, yes. following the year. Yeah, so he actually could wait till April 1st of, of 2020, okay, before but taking But then he has his, to take two. Then he would have to take two distributions in 2020, all right? And you might not want to do that, but, you know, that's... So if you're born in that second half of the year, yeah. a lot of people miss that. You know, it's it's your first required minimum is due by April 1st of the year following the calendar year you attain age 70 and a half. And again, we get the question all the time, Mark, well, if I don't need, you know, I don't need my required minimum distribution because, you know, I don't have any expenses and I don't, none of my family needs help and I don't need to buy a new car or a new air conditioner. So I don't even want to take it, you know, so well, can maybe I, you want to take it. But, so can I just convert it to Roth IRAs? No. You can convert before you got to minimum. Um, yeah, you can do Roth, but you can, you cannot convert required minimum distributions to Roth IRAs. It's not allowed. All right. Um, so if you're now, it doesn't mean you can't do Roth conversions after seventy and a half. It just means you can't convert your required minimum. Right. Um, and the other thing we talk about too is, um, you know, you have now the qualified charitable rollover option available too. If you do, if you don't need to spend it, you can always do a direct charity rollover to your favorite charity, and then it's you don't have to report it as taxable income. And that may help you out tax-wise under the new tax law where you might not be writing off your charitable contributions anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so these are um, so these are all things, you know, that we talk about. So that's understanding of, you know, it, it, the tax wrappers, right? You know, so is the required minimum distribution going to trap you? Okay. Um, do you know, you know, um, have you ever seen an illustration if you follow the required minimum distribution, we'll show you if you come in for a free consultation and give us your numbers. Right, and you know it's an excellent time to t- take advantage of the care, the, the, the summer, the summer in July special. Uh, right. in July and all special. you have to do is be one of the first ten people that contact us and get on the calendar. Um, you can call the estate planning team at four four zero. 239-2090. Don't wait. We know you're busy, but we also have um, early morning and evening availability. You can do it by phone. Um, that's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. And, you know, and be active. We're very active planners at the state planning team. Um, you know, we talk about that, you know, all during the year. You sh- you know, if you if you haven't picked up your financial plan, in 12, 18, do I hear five years? In other words, it, 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 you have to keep be active. You know, you might have gotten out of the practice of ladder CDs. And we were talking about fixed annuities before. I like ladders of annuities. You know, after you build your ladder of CDs and you still have excess cash and you want and you want to stay out of the market risk, you're trying to fill up your fixed portion mm-hmm. of your allocation. 
um, you know, maybe you want to talk to um, the, the annuity guy about, you know, doing some of that. But don't put short-term money that you may need in the short term, you know, into a, a long-term uh, right. product, which is, you know, a deferred annuity. Um, now, what I say, so, you know, right now, I mean, be smart about it. Right now, you know, have you looked, have you seen the... The CD ads, like, here's one, Carrie. Okay, for seven months, this is a local bank. Seven months, CD, you get 2%. That's great compared okay. where they were. So, so here, so you, you you're remember pl- when the five year was like right. two, per, so, not even two? So here, you're, you're planning on buying a car next year for 50000 and you got the money sitting in the bank earning nothing right now. Right. Why not you, why don't you put into a seven month CD so you know it'll be available, right? You know, it's seven months from now to buy the car with no principal risk. And, you know, the $583 you'll earn in interest. Well, maybe the bank just bought your gasoline for a while. Right. That's the idea of the, sometimes it's the little things, okay, that can build up to make your retirement plan better. It's, it's making the right pension elections and getting enough analysis. So if you're sitting at home and saying, I don't know what pension election to make, I don't know what Social Security election to make, I could go on to an online robot, but I don't know, you know, they might not be asking you the right questions mm-hmm. because it's so generalized. Um, you got to get customized to you and, and what your goals and objectives are. But, you know, the idea is saying, you know, if you haven't made a decision yet, our contention as a state planning team is because you have not seen enough analysis that leaves you in a decision making mode. Correct. See, you know, we don't make decisions for our clients. We feel if our, we're, we're doing our job, if we're running enough analysis that they, the answer, it kind of materializes. Right. We help people. How often do we hear, you know, know what they don't know and give them good, helpful information? Again, call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090 or visit the website at financialfoodforthought.com. All right. So have a good weekend, everybody. Enjoy uh, Amazon Prime Day, Gary. And, yeah. And we got the blood red moon we better talk about okay. next week. Have a good weekend. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.